I mentioned when I started this morning, Peter Snowden's record in this race is pretty damn good. Uh, the Blue Diamond, of course, he was a bit of a freak sepoy. Of course, Damien Brown, who'll ever forget, uh, Pride of Dubai and Earthquake. So a couple of Colts of Philly there. Peter Snowden is with us. Good morning, Pete. Morning, Steve. You'd often, you didn't really support Damien Brown throughout his career? I did. He is a great guy. Very, very good rider. Very uh, underestimated rider too, but it was late in life that he got the opportunity he deserved, but it was... He would like to see those opportunities come about five years early, and he'd been he'd have been living in Sydney and Melbourne. Uh, he's just a talent, very talented rider. Yeah, he still works up at the Sunshine Coast. The bodyguard, obviously, very disappointing. Uh, disappointed. Can you take us through just what happened with him, Peter? The one point six yeah, million dollar. Well, it's, as you know, they have these routine uh, checkups, and and uh, so I'm not going to make a big deal out. It was pretty upsetting that he's not been able to run. You know. Um, we found the horse to be perfectly normal. I've known the horse. I've had him for 12 months, so uh, I know him inside out. He's, been, he's not the best trotter in the world. I, I mentioned that to them. He's not, not a good trotter, but that's his natural gait. And we've took 12 videos of his last three months and showed the vets here. He's trotting exactly the same as what he was three months ago. Uh, and his identical trot was the same. But when they put the cameras on their head and their legs and their, their backside, the things that line up, they call it a, a non conclusive trot uh, for that they mean there's got everything's not in line and there's he was outside the, the, the perimeter so they, they deem him as not fit to race so it's pretty unfortunate that a machine has got to tell you whether he can run or not but anyway it is what it is and we've got to cop that on the chin and move on if this was in Sydney today the silver slipper do you reckon he'd be allowed to run I, I, just, I don't want to get myself in okay water. sure yeah. so I'm just wondering what you're going to do with him now bodyguard I'll be coming back to Sydney tomorrow uh, Tomorrow morning. He leaves to come back to Sydney, and then uh, we'll sort it out when we get it back home. But okay. I worked the horse this morning, and the horse is a 1,000%. All right. Of course, Bodyguard defeated High Octane last start. High Octane basically was nothing. Well, it wasn't even a barrier trial, really, It was it? He was just held up there in the box seat. But if he got clear air, what do you think would have happened last start behind Bodyguard in the, the prelude? Yeah, we'll never know. We've had the luxury of working these two horses together, Bodyguard and and high octane, and uh, there's a split match between them, and, and um, now I'm excited about his chance today. Yeah, he just got on the back of a roughie that stopped in his lap, and of course it was all new to him on the fence because the previous run he, he sort of was wide with cover, Peter, where he might end up today. Yeah, well, he, well uh, he, he, he probably will be, and I think it's better for him. He's got room to move and get on the back of the right side of the horse, get in the right car to the race, and... Uh, I'm very confident he can run very well. All right. Well, you've been there, as I said, and done it with a couple of Colts and a filly. Where would he sort of sit among? Obviously, Seapoy was above those. You know, he was, he was a superior Colt. But where do you think he sits? He's a million-dollar baby, this one, High Octane. No, he, he's a lovely horse. He's a very intelligent horse. I don't think he realises how good he is. But the things he does, he does it very casually. I guess not an effort to him. He's just, just got that demeanour about him that he's just one of those freakish Colts. I think he is anyway, so... We need a good win to prove it, and hopefully that, that, that is today. Yeah, and how do you think he'll be this afternoon in the enclosure and so on, leading into this Blue Diamond? The horse, he is very good. No, no problem whatsoever. He's very quiet, very laid back. He's got a, he's got a very good demeanour. And as I said, uh, his work is just effortless. He, just, he never seems to be at his top. So they're, they're good traits for a two-year-old to have, and a had a good pedigree. He's just a, he looks a real deal to me, so hopefully we get a bit of luck today. Yeah, we remember mum racing in Brisbane. Toby Evans trained her for a while, and she ended up winning a couple of features, including one over 1350 Granny Red Shoes. I wouldn't be surprised. This fella gets further, too, because he's such a casual horse. 
so it wouldn't surprise me to see it get stretched out to seven or even maybe a mile, but all we're worried about is today. Peter, this horse fearless, um, look, he's a maiden, but gee, he can really gallop. I did his sectionals out of the Canterbury. They were fastest in the race from out the back. He's, he's talented, but he's just got a bad gait, fearless, but he's got ability. Yeah, that way he should be $41. I think if you do one to eight, he'd have been single digits uh, in price today. So like, he's, he's, he's very talented, and it's a bit of a gamble bringing him here. He'd never seen Caulfield before and drawn that wide, but such is his ability. We're backing him to, to, to get some luck. Uh, Good experience for him as well, but uh, but he's a talented horse, and when he gets out to seven furlongs a mile, the size, the champagne, hopefully we get him there, and uh, that would be the sort of race that they'd be very competitive. Yeah. Even in the Breeders, he finished off well behind Espionage and Straight Charge, and as you know, they dominate the market for the Silver Slipper today. Yeah, no, he is a talented horse, so and not bringing him down as an afterthought. It was just a race we thought about for quite a while, and and just thought, well, he's going up well at home. We'll just give him a crack and just see if. Now, funny things will happen, and he's got the ability to win if he gets the right luck. All right, well, King's Gambit, you've obviously targeted this race with him on the fresh side. Uh, he's had a couple of trials, brilliant last start in the Roman Consul. What are you thinking today with him? Tell me about from the inside gate where he may be in running, Peter. Yeah, look, I love inside gates, but this fellow, I just don't know whether it suits pattern. But look, one thing you're going to be sure of, they're going to be going a million miles an hour. They never go slow. It's all very fast run race, and that suits him perfect. It's a good scenario. And if they go on that quick, they've got to string out. There's got to be gaps somewhere coming late. So hopefully we, we can find those gaps because he's good enough. He's got no weight on his back. He's very well weighted. So uh, just hopefully we get some luck on our side. We're due for some. We've had them the best of luck yesterday, but hopefully we get some today. Yeah, Peter, what happened in the recent trial? He trial well, but he just did a leap in the air or something at the start. I oh, just jumped in there a little bit. That's nothing. Uh, yeah. not, look, you don't want the horse up in the first four because he over races, so... He needs to be back midfield, and when he's back midfield, he relaxes, and he's got a scintillating turn of foot. So, uh, yeah, I want him to run as hard, hard as I can just so he doesn't get keen. But he needs to get out. He needs to be able to get room to get out and get going, and if he gets that room, uh, he'll be right there. Yeah, he was the last fastest last 600 as well in the Roman Cod, so that was a brilliant ride, wasn't it, to sneak him over on the fence and rail through like that? Yeah, we got him over and just smothered him up, and the runs he just kept presenting himself, and I just showed you what he could do when, when he gets the right set up in a race. I mean, he's, he's got untapped abilities. He's the veteran of six starts. He's incredible. He's only had that many runs uh, at the age he's had. But they're all been in group races. He won his first start listed race. He's run in slippers and uh, really high-profile races. And he's always finished further back than third. So it tells you the depth of his form. Yeah. He, does he wear a crossover? I think he had one, of course, in his trials. Yeah. He does, yeah, yeah. yeah. And revolutionary Miss Peter on the back up this week. She had a bit of weight to carry. Yeah, she, had, she carries that all the time. She's no, she did. She had 58 now last week. No, she carries the same weight. All the, and these sort of races are just bread and butter for her. But she's got to win up today from an outside gate, which makes it a little bit difficult. But she's backed up with four and one. So uh, last week, she, although it was a tough win, she drew one had a very easy run, very economical run, and she comes through it in great order. So I no hesitation really to see in this race this week. And I just sort of looked at a good setup for her again. That's 10-1. And Don Corleone, race 4-3. Yeah, he's fresh. He's well. His two trials have been brilliant. His, uh, like his last trial, he was against Think About It and King's Gambit. So, uh, yeah, we gave him a good, solid hit out. He's good fresh. He's good at Caulfield. He's got a good gait. Um, and he'll run well. King of Sparta, just on him being brilliant last week and brilliant Magic Millions Day. Uh, he seems to be brilliant every Magic Millions Day. Is he definitely going to run next in the Quokka in April? 
Uh, he, that's his, probably his next start, but we've got a month to fill in, five weeks to fill in. So whether we trial him a couple of times or I may run him, uh, I'm not quite sure yet. I've been in Melbourne the last couple of weeks, so okay. I'm, I'm back tomorrow and I'll have a good look at him. But um, yeah, he, just, he likes to be fresh. Doesn't have much to keep him right, but um, you know, when he's on song, he's lethal. He's, uh, he's going particularly well. Oh, he is indeed. And Blake Shin's been booked for WA. Thanks for, thanks for joining yeah. us, Pete. Welcome, Steve. And Peter Snowden joining us. I'll go through those runners for you uh, this afternoon. So you touched on Don Corleone, now race four, three. We concentrated on the Diamond, race eight, number eight, high octane. As I said, a million dollar baby. Uh, ten fearless will be winning races. Uh, race eight, so that's eight and ten in race eight, fearless and high octane. And of course, uh, Peter's spot on with King's Gambit. Uh, you wouldn't, Jamie won't want to be pushing him out of the gates because he will grab the Chewy and you just got to try and get him to relax. As Peter said, he'd want them to go like last year with Zoo style, running those amazing sections leading from the outside gate. But he wants a genuine pace, and then he'll finish off at the rate of knots this afternoon with 50. Uh, race nine, number 15. But that's why we all love these Oakley plates, as I keep saying. They're like Doncasters, Epsoms, and so on. Punters love them. We know these horses, so big spread in the, in the weights, and a lot of them are racing so well. And the exotics on these races normally pay quite handsomely as well, because there's a lot of horses you can't totally rule out in races like the, the Oakley Plate.